Hi, and welcome to the Writing and Marketing Show brought to you by author Wendy H. Jones. This show does exactly what it says on the tin. It's jam-packed with interviews, advice, hints, tips and news to help you with the business of writing. It's all wrapped up in one lively podcast, so it's time to get on with the show. And welcome to episode 158 of the Writing and Marketing Show with author, entrepreneur, Wendy H. Jones. Today, I'm going to be talking about using Evernote for writers and outlining why I think it's yet another powerful tool we should be using as writers. Before then, what have I been getting up to? Well, I've been doing a lot of writing. I've been doing um, a lot of research. Um, I've been doing some editing. It's been a full-on week, really, since last week. And I'm also gearing up for my trip to Israel. I'm getting all my ducks in a row because there's lots of bits and pieces I need to remember. Um, And I'm very much looking forward to that. And of course, I've got to tie up a lot before I go because that two weeks is a writing retreat and I want to focus just on writing. Um, That's what's important. Um, In those two weeks, my writing is going to be taking uh, front stage. So I'm also uh, getting ready for the Scottish Association of Writers Conference, which is in March, not long after I get back. So I'm tying up things for that as well. And I'm busy writing a stage play for one of the competitions for the Scottish Association of Writers. There's never a dull minute, is there? There's always something to be done. But I like pushing the boundaries. I like pushing the boundaries of what I can do. I like stretching myself. And I think that's important as writers. We need to be able to stretch ourselves and to do other things. Um, So before I get started, I would like to say it's an absolute pleasure to bring you this show every week. I do so willingly and um, I don't mind doing it. However, it does take time out of my writing. So if you would like to support this time, you can do so by going to patreon.com forward slash Wendy H. Jones and you can support me for just $3 a month, which is the price of a tier coffee per month. And I would be very grateful. It would let me know that you want me to continue with the show just as I love doing. Also, if you would like a free Detective Inspector Shona McKenzie mystery, then you can do so by going to uh, wendyhjones.com and filling in the little pop-up box, which will sign you up to my newsletter, but you can unsubscribe at any time. Um, If you go to the writing and marketing part of the uh, website, then you will get um, a free... Uh, writing and marketing uh, book booklet. I'm making it bigger at the moment, but it is a booklet. And um, you can get that just by going to, uh, again, and signing up for my writing and marketing newsletter. And again, you can unsubscribe at any time. So what of this week's show? Well, as I said, I'm going to be talking about... Um, Evernote this week, after I spoke about Canva last week, which I feel is an extremely powerful um, app for writers, um, I'm going to be talking about another one this week, and I believe that this is another powerful tool for writers. Um, It's an app uh, that you can use on multiple devices. Um, I wanted to take the time to outline to you why I think all writers should be using it. Um, At its most basic, it's a note-taking app. And it's available for both iOS and Android. But I have to say, it is much more than that. 
Now, full disclosure before we get going, I use the Apple version, so iOS and OS X, but to my knowledge, they're exactly the same, whichever version you are using. Um, there are four versions of the app that you can download. There's a free version. There's a personal version. At the time this podcast's coming out, there's 50% of the personal plan, but that's only until the 26th of January, 2023. So if you're listening to this on the 25th when it comes out, or the 26th, you can get yourself a very good deal. Um, there's also the professional version and Teams version. So there are lots of different versions you can get. Um, I use the personal paid plan um, at the at the moment, it's £68.99 a year, although you can do it monthly, and I'll get into that later. My main reason for doing this is that you can sync over multiple devices rather than just the two devices of the free plan. I've got an iPhone, an iPad, a MacBook Pro, and an iMac, so I need it for four devices, and it works seamlessly between all of them. There is not a flicker of difference. I can literally be in my office working on my my laptop, walk through to the lounge or go out, and I could be working on the same thing within a nanosecond on my phone or my iPad. It works beautifully. Um, However, there are lots of... Other reasons, so many of them, why I think all writers should consider using Evernote. So when listening to the podcast, it's important to bear in mind all these functions may not be available on the free version. And I will not be discussing the extra functions available in the professional version, Um, although I may outline a few of them at the end. But I don't use them, so I can't go into detail with them. I can only go into detail um, with the f- uh, version which I use, which is the personal um, version. So firstly, we've got notes. This does exactly what it says on the tin. It's a note-taking tool. Well, you might think so, but it has so much more than that. When you first open the app, there's a green bar that says plus new. Click on this and it opens up a new note page. So far, nothing unusual. However, underneath this, in grey, you've got various things. You can put the title of your note, which is very useful to do, otherwise you might not be able to find it again. Um, And it also says, start writing, drag files, or start from a template. Hey, this is interesting. So far, we've got templates. So underneath this are templates. It says there's a to-do list or add more is what it says. Clicking on add more gives you some suggested templates. And there's also an open gallery option. Now, I hadn't used the open gallery option and I was very curious as to what it had. Um, I clicked on it and it gave me a veritable smorgasbord of template options. Wow, I was just blown away by the number of options there are. On the left is a menu choice of different templates. Clicking on the one that says creative writing, awesome, we've got a creative writing one. And brilliant for us, that alone is superb and worth the paying version. If you click on it, it gives you 13 choices of template to help you with creative writing. I've only done some of them here, but some of them are writing collection and curation, novel plotting and story beats, character master list, self-publishing checklist, story planning and world building. 
Wow, just wow. So that's only five of the 13 that are available to help you with your creative writing. I've stopped there, uh, as I'm sure you're getting the message by now. And I don't want Evernote saying I'm giving too much away, to be honest. Um, I'm not entirely sure what I'm allowed to share in this, or I'm sure, although I'm sure Evernote wouldn't mind what I'm saying because I'm promoting their, um, promoting their product and I'm doing so because I think it's awesome. But in the left-hand menu, there are other choices such as management resources, marketing and sales, travel and project management, amongst many others. Um, I've mentioned the one I feel are most useful to us as writers, um, but you can also add tags and reminders to your notes. So you just go to the bottom of the um, the bottom of your note, and there's a little icon for tags and a little icon for reminders. Easily done. I set myself a tag and a reminder on the note I was using for this um, podcast today. Then if you go to the top of the note, there's a little blue circle with a plus sign in it. Clicking this shows a drop-down menu where you can insert numerous different things into your notes. Now, I have outlined them all here. They're amazing. You can add a task. You can add a calendar event, a link, a note link, a table, a divider, an attachment, an image, a checkbox, audio recording, a code block, sketch, or you can insert something from your Google Drive. So you can insert lots in here, loads of different things in here. Now, I'm sure you're already joining me in believing this is so much more than a note-taking app, which it really is. In case you were wondering what a note link is, you can link to any other note you have produced in Evernote. Sketch opens up a sketch pad and you can draw using your mouse on the computer or in my case, an Apple Pencil on my iPad, which I find much uh, easier to draw with than a mouse or a trackpad. I have to say there are most probably Android equivalents for the Apple Pencil, but you'll have to excuse my ignorance here. I'm an Apple user and I haven't used Android for some years. So I apologize to Android users that I'm not quite so much up on that, but I can't go buying kit just to make sure. Once you've got a note, you can start to build notebooks. Because when you start writing notes, you'll obviously want to organize them. Otherwise, Evernote's going to start looking like piles of paper on your desk and you won't be able to find a thing. In Evernote, rather than being called files, they're called notebooks. This is quite appropriate considering you're keeping notes in them. There's no limit to the amount of notebooks you can have and no limit to the amount of notes and other products you can keep in them. Because the beauty of Evernote is that you can store so much more than notes. I have the following. Uh, Web pages, images, audio files, Word documents, PDF... Uh, you can also import emails in the personal plan, which is brilliant when you're project planning. Remember I said there was a project planning um, template in it as well. Again, you might want to uh, sort them even further. You can do it by date created, date updated or title. You can view them as cards, which is what I do, Um top list, bottom list, or snippets. I find the cards or the snippets are most useful because you get a little uh, snippet under it and you know what you're doing. It's extremely versatile and you can do what works for you. It is phenomenal. So 
Web Clipper is the next thing. You're probably thinking, what on earth is Web Clipper? Well, you can add an icon to your browser menu and it's funnily enough called Web Clipper. And I've done that. So when I find an article when I'm on the internet, which I think is useful for one of my projects, I click on the Web Clipper icon and up pops a Save to Evernote box. I click on the notebook I want to send it to and it's then available for me when I'm next working on a tax task related to that notebook. Yes, yes, I know you can add it to your bookmarks, but having everything together in one place is golden. It saves so much time diving between apps, files, and web browsers. Web Clipper really does save me so much time. Plus, I don't need to copy it and go over to open up Evernote and paste it in. It just goes there once I've clicked the Web Clipper. It's fabulous. I have to say, it is phenomenal. So tasks, you can also add tasks. You can assign yourself and anyone else who has access to that note tasks. Again, I have an app for this as well, but the time saved is worth the price of Evernote to me because everything is in the one place. There's also a section called Shared With Me. Now, this one is uh, for people who are working on um, notes, who are working on projects together. You can share with other Evernote users or anything another Evernote user shares with me will appear here or share with you, I should say, shares with me. But in my case, in mine, it is me. Um, And you can share uh, notes with others as long as they have Evernote. In case you're worried, they can only. In case you're worried about anything, they can only see the notes you share with them, not your whole Evernote drive. Because I know everybody is quite rightly concerned about security these days, so it's important to uh, note that you don't need to worry at all about security because they can only get to see what you physically share with them. There's a shortcuts section. If there's a particular notebook you're working on more than others, you can add it to shortcuts so you can find it more quickly. Another time-saving tweak. At the moment, I have my Thomas Graham notebook there as that is what I'm working on the most often and it's just easier for me to find. Tagging. I said earlier that you can tag anything you add to a notebook. It's well worth doing this as they can be found much more quickly using the search function in Evernote. So tagging is something that will make things go much more easily and much quicker for you. I want to say something about photos. If you're doing a research visit and you need to know the date, time and place the photo was taken, use your phone's photo app rather than using the one in Evernote. That means they'll be fully geotagged and you can move them over to Evernote then. Then you will know where they were taken and what time. Because if you're doing research based, uh, what time and date, sorry, if you're doing research and you're taking a lot of photographs and then you go to a different place to do research for the same book, you might not know what that different place is because it may look a lot like it. For example, for my Thomas Graham, I might be at Chatham Dockyard one week and then Portsmouth Dockyard the next week. And I need to know the difference between them as to what I was saying and why I was taking the pictures. So geotagging can save you lots of time in the long run. Um, Planning projects. I said earlier that you can plan projects using it. 
And using the templates in a note can help you to plan out your entire book project from idea to published. Seriously, everything you need is there in the one place together. And it is, you can take it everywhere. It's there on your phone. It's there on your iPad. It's there on your computer. It's there wherever you are, in your office, outside your office, abroad, in the UK or wherever you live. Um, it's available. So what of the pricing? Well, you obviously get what you pay for when it comes to any app. At the time of writing the or recording, um, the plans cost free. There's no payment ever. Um, for the personal, it's five pounds seventy-five per month, or sixty-eight uh, ninety-nine per year. For the professional, it's £7.92 a month or £94.99 a year. And for teams, it is £10.99 a month. So that's what the payments are. So what do you get for your money? I'm not going to go through everything. Um, I'm certainly not going through teams because it's not something that I'm going to be paying for. But I will go through the others very quickly and very briefly. So the free plan, the this, they say that it's capture ideas and find them quickly. You can take notes, sync up to two devices, um, 60 megabyte monthly uploads, which isn't much really, um, 25 megabyte maximum note size, again, not huge. Um, get organized with home, dashboard and three widgets. Um, stay on top of it all with in-note tasks. Find things fast with search and tags, clip web pages, attach PDFs, receipts, files, photos, images, and documents. And that's basically what you get with the free version. With the personal version, you get everything that's included in free, but you can sync to unlimited devices. And as I say, I have four devices, so this is extremely important to me. There's a 10 gigabyte monthly update, upload uh, which is quite a bit, really. 10 gigabytes will get you uh, quite some distance. I have never exceeded that yet. If I was doing a major project and I thought I'd exceed it, I would update to professional because it's not that much difference per month and it would be worth it just for the sake of £10 a year, really. Um, you can customise your home dashboard and access extra widgets. You can connect your primary Google Calendar account. You can add due dates, reminders and notifications to your tasks, manage your tasks in one place, get offline access on mobile and desktop. And this is really important because you may want to access it when you're on a plane or something or somewhere where there's no um, Internet. So I really do need the offline access. Um, you can search text inside images, which is that in itself is golden documents and PDFs. You can create custom templates. Again, you can set up your own templates, which is really useful. And you can mark up images and PDFs, which is superb. Then the professional, which I'm actually thinking of getting, you can you get everything you get in the other two. Plus, you can uh, have 20 gigabytes of monthly uploads. So that's a lot of monthly uploads. You get access to all the widgets and customization for home. Connect both personal and workplace Google Calendar accounts. That's not something I need to worry about because I don't use Google Calendar, but it's useful to have. Um, you can create, manage and assign. 
um, tasks to others and easily track their progress. And again, that's something I want to be looking at uh, for something that I'm setting up. So very useful for me. One of the reasons I'm thinking of upgrading. Uh, you can use Boolean terms to refine the search results, which again is really useful. You can find content by location with geographic search. You can export your notebooks as PDF files. And again, that could be extremely useful. And this is one of the reasons I want to do it, is you can integrate with Slack, Salesforce, Microsoft Teams and others. And I want to look at integrating it with Slack. So that's everything you get. I'm not going to go into Teams because I don't know a lot about Teams and I don't plan on using it for Teams. Um, you can find out everything you need to know at uh, HTTPS colon forward slash forward slash evernote.com forward slash compare plans. I hope you've found this session useful and can understand why I think Evernote is another powerful tool that writers should seriously be thinking about and using as part of their business strategy. Honestly, I cannot highlight it or recommend it enough. Again, I am not involved in this. I have no skin in the game. I'm not getting money for using it. It is just phenomenal. I'm not getting money by recommending it. There's no affiliate program. I'm just recommending it to you. Um, so I hope you've enjoyed the session uh, today. I'll be back next week with another episode. But until then, keep writing, keep reading and keep that project moving along.